0: Talk Back Matters, from The Salvos.
1: Has anyone done anything to you which you feel is just unforgivable? Well, Tony's dad committed suicide when Tony was eight, so his mum put him in an orphanage because she couldn't manage, but that only lasted six months, and he went back to live with his mum. And for the next 50 years, Tony went on a journey of forgiveness towards the people in that orphanage after what happened to him there. So the first thing I wanted to ask you, Tony, was what life was like for you growing up as a kid.
0: You know that there, there were, were some good times in it. I, I uh, remember going down to where uh, the river down near Burrswood and going swimming and playing in the mud there, and then having a swim so Mum wouldn't know that we'd been playing in the mud. And, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and those were all the good times, you know. And uh, what were
1: your parents like? Um, what... My my mum
0: was my mum was good. You know, my mum did the best that she could with what she had and. You know, she she struggled. There were, um, I later found out in life, you know, that mum would quite often say at tea time, oh, I'm not hungry, you eat. And uh, it, it was because there wasn't enough food to go around. And, wow. And I, 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 yeah, I just remember things like, you know, um, having to eat rabbit stew and, um, you know... Um, going around to the bacon getting half a loaf of bread and trying to stretch it out and um, it was really hard and I know that one of my sisters used to work I think it used to be called Watsonies and she used to get a bit of discount so sometimes she'd get some scrap meat and be allowed to bring it home and you know there was I guess those were treats Yeah. and and it was really hard and um, could never settle into school and
1: what years were they?
0: oh I, I was around about 11, 12. I'm 61 now, so... Wow, so we're
1: talking 1960.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Tough times, wow.
0: You know, and I, I remember hating school and always felt different and odd. And, Why? Um, I, I, I don't know. I, 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 maybe it was the effects of that abuse that really rocked my foundation. I, I wouldn't have known that at the time.
1: What abuse are you talking about?
0: I, I, I was raped in a orphanage. Uh, abused. Oh wow! And um, you know, I, I I don't think I was ever the same after that. Wow! Um, I of course I didn't know anything at the time. You know, I didn't know what damage that and what extent that would branch out into. But I just know, you know, by the time I was, uh, I was still in primary school, grade seven. You know, I would think I was around about twelve, and um, I picked up my first drink then. You know, and. Um, wow. I was hanging around an amusement centre and I, I had my first drink in the laneway next door to it and uh, you know, although I, I, I never continually drank after that, um I I I, I learnt that, you know, if I wanted to bury any emotions or pain that if I drank it would get rid of them.
1: So where did it go from there?
0: Uh from from there it just you know, um you know, I was always in and out of institutions and Fremantle or jail and
1: why jail?
0: Why jail? Yeah. Because I started doing a lot of bad things, you know. I started stealing and, you know, making bad choices when I drank. and Yeah. Um, and it just led me to, uh, you know, quite a few convictions in Fremantle Jail. At, I was in Fremantle Jail at the age of 16. And, wow. You know, in the juvenile section. And I remember the last time that I was ever in Fremantle Jail, I I came out, I was 24 years old you know, and yeah. uh, the alcohol had already taken over my life and, you know, I, um, I I thought if I got married and all that, you know, that it would change things and, you know. I, Did it? But what happened is that I actually met someone in a bar one night and married her and um, she was an Aboriginal woman and um, I believe it. She was an alcoholic, too, and uh, it just went from bad to worse, really. Wow. And uh, to the point where, you know, I was married for 14 years, and it was uh, a very violent relationship on both parts. You know, it wasn't just her. It was me, too, and it was violent. My kids suffered a lot, and not that they got hit, but they suffered and they missed out on a lot of things. And, you know, um, all the money went on booze, and, you know... um, and I just remember getting into an argument, you know, um, at one time and her son stabbed me and, uh, and I ended up being talked into by the police to walk away from my marriage. And
1: what happened leading up to those events of him stabbing you?
0: Oh, we were arguing and drinking and, yeah, and, uh, started pushing and shoving one another and the son just ran up and stabbed me. Really? Yeah. Wow. So I, I, I ended up in Adelaide. I, I left, um. This was in a country town called Tavern, WA. Yeah. And uh, I ended up in Adelaide and tried to change my life. And, you know, I guess when you're an alcoholic, you're an alcoholic. And
1: How long did that go on for? In Adelaide. How old were you when you...
0: I, I, I was in my late 30s, 40s. Yeah. Yeah, in the end, my sisters couldn't put up my behavior and I became homeless. And uh, that's where I was introduced to the Salvation Army.
1: How old were you at that stage?
0: I, I, I was in my late 40s, 50s.
1: Your late 40s and 50s. and you That's when you became homeless. Yeah, I, I
0: think more late 40s. Late 40s.
1: And so what happened? How did you find out about this? Uh... How
0: did I find the Salvos? Yeah. I just remembered um, I was uh, drunk one night and someone um, got me into the Salvation Army Detox Centre there. And uh, I sobered up and they asked me if I wanted to do something about my problem and then put me into the rehab.
1: How long were you in rehab?
0: I, I was in and out of there many times. I just um, I just couldn't grasp it. You know, I just didn't I just wasn't ready. You know, when you don't know you don't know. Yeah, yeah. But what it did give me was um, an introduction to God um, because I'd for many years I'd walked away from him through that Christian Brothers and yeah. And but what did happen in the salvos I just remember one day that um I, I was really stressed out there and I wanted to take off and um uh, one of the uh captains, uh her name was Helen, um and um she said to me, We got a farm, would you like to go up there for the weekend and just chill out and, you know, gather your thoughts and then come back and make a decision and And I remember, you know, that I I went up there on the Friday and and all the other people came up on the Saturday and uh, and then they had a church service there in this little tiny church that um, I guess residents had built previous to that whatever it was. Yeah. I just remember crying, crying over this song, um, Soar Like an Eagle. Yeah, and uh, I was just crying, and I just remember I had a smile from ear to ear, and you couldn't wipe it, and and I and that was the, uh, my first experience of the Holy Spirit coming into my life, and and although it, it, it wasn't to change my life immediately, um, the seed was planted, and it it took many years, you know, down the track of being in and out of AA, and you know. Um, Going through a lot of pain, and that you know, I came to the conclusion, you know, that on the tenth um, of December, twenty thirteen, that I was going to hand my life over to God and and do the right thing, and and that meant that you know, I had a mediation with those Christian brothers and faced my demon and wow. and uh, and I forgave them and uh, wow. I actually said a prayer with them. Really, and uh, and I. I was able to say to them, you know, that you know that I'm not here to judge you, you know, there there's someone greater than me that is gonna judge what you do from today, you know, and yeah. and it felt like that I walked out of that mediation room with this little damaged Tony in, in my hand and God had my other hand and I felt so empowered, I've not not been the same ever since and wow. You know, I um I I, I can look back today and, and I can use my past. My past is actually my greatest asset because what it does do is it opens the door for me to be able to share and talk and help people heal that whichever one of those things they have been through, abuse, rape, alcohol addiction, drug addiction, gambling addiction, I've been through it all. And, and, you know, I've come to see that God's purpose for me is is to go out and reach out and, and help those in need. Wow,
1: what an incredible story of forgiveness from you.
0: I, I, uh, I know that God forgave me and, you know, I, I've got no right to judge. You know, I, I don't judge anyone today.
1: Our guest Tony. Today he said he's going good, he owns a car, he has a passport and he has his dignity.